Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, comics and collectible show for Wednesday, July the 11th. We are at our Wednesday home of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. We're over at Vintage Stock on South Glenstone here in Springfield, right across from the mall. Uh, I am, of course, your host, uh, Joey Mills with GeekDad.com, and I have got with me today... Uh, the usual Dustin Murray from Vintage Stock. Mr. Vintage Stock himself. Yeah. <laughs> It is hump day, and if you need a hump day, pick me up. Let us know on our social media pages so everybody who follows us, follows along at home, can send you some love. If you don't want the world to know but can still use a little love out there, uh, you can shoot us an email. We'll be the only ones that see that. Or if you can use the hotline for both. You can call and let us know if you want your recorded message to go uh go out or to be used in an upcoming show. If not, that's fine. Uh, either way, we will uh, send some love your direction. We'll give you all the information later on in the show as far as how to get a hold of us. Uh, first half of the week, I, we didn't see you last week. We were talking about uh, the 4th of July. You guys had the big sale. How did that turn out for you? Oh, the um, 4th of July, it was crazy in here. Oh, I imagine so. Like, there were sales everywhere, but, I mean... Well, it was we, New Comic Book Day, and you had the huge day. sale going yep, on. Exactly, and, so it's like, I mean, people were just... Killing time before they had to shoot off fireworks later that evening. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. We were we went over pretty successfully. Excellent. That's what we like to hear. So, uh, so let's see. Taking a look uh, before we let you go and get ready for the uh, start of the day. Books this week that you're looking at that you're excited about. What do you have on the shelves that you think um, gonna fly out of here? I mean, the reboot of Amazing Spider-Man right? number one come out today. Um, one thing I'm really excited about is um, the. Uh, same artist as Chu from Image. Right. Um, they're doing a, um, he's doing a series called Farmhand. Uh-huh. And it's kind of going to be similar to Chu. So really? So I'm kind of excited about that because Chu was a really good read. Yep, So that's That's one thing I'm personally excited about. I'm more of an independent Image, right. Looking image for the, comics. Yep, so. yep. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh, new products this week. I saw, uh, I know as far as sales goes, you guys just came off the big sale, but I yep. saw uh, the uh, back issues this month are uh, your character of the month is Batman. So yep. those are buy one, get one right now. Yep. So, And it doesn't even um, necessarily have to like say Batman on the title. Right. Um, if Batman's on the cover, we'll make an exception for it. Very I mean, cool. So, and there, there are a few of those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, let's see. Any other merch that you guys got in that you're looking to uh that you're excited about or looking to get out of here or i saw you got some more pops marked down i'm trying to figure out how much i'm going to spend on my pop <laughs> right. budget today um there's a couple of uh action figures that i received yesterday um they were godzilla uh, 12 inch uh -huh. action figures those fly off the shelf oh so yeah absolutely that's cool if you're wanting to get those get in there and get them before they're gone get them quick. they fly off the shelf quick yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I appreciate it, and I know you'll be popping around, and you got some work to do for the, yep. before we unlock the doors here, so I'll let you, thank you Joey. get back at it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you guys letting us come out here every week and for jumping in as you're available. Uh, let's take a look at some headlines from the world of comics. Uh, the sad news over the past week or so, I guess it's really a little bit older than that, but the news came out in the last week or so. Steve Ditko, who, uh, along with Stanley, obviously, uh, created some of Marvel's most memorable characters, died at the age of 90. A good long run. Um, Ditko began his professional career back in 53 and worked steadily in comics until he retired back in 1998. Um, 
probably best known for introducing Spider-Man and Doctor Strange, but he's worked on a number of characters uh, for Charlton Comics way back when, Marvel and DC as well. Tons of tributes poured in on social media over the last week or so. Um, you know, the legends, they're not immortal. Their works might live on forever, but, you know, guys like Ditko and, you know, Stan Lee still kicking around, but, you know, in his 90s, these guys uh, aren't going to be with us forever. So uh, it's good to go in and appreciate you know, the runs they've had and the work we got from them and, and to let them know uh, how much we appreciate uh, the contributions they made to uh, to the world of comics and the industry that we all love. Which, speaking of, if you ever wanted to get into the comic industry, uh, listen up. Our friends over at Mad Cave Studios are hosting a nationwide talent search. Uh, here's what the deal is. They are looking for f- up to four writers and up to four artists to work on both original and unannounced projects they have in the works over at Mad Cave. Uh, Applicants must be 18 or older and have never worked with or been published by a major comic book publisher before. So if you're interested, you're not competing with with the names that you know. (laughs) These are, they're looking for new talent. Uh, Writers should submit scripts of four to six pages in length of an original story told either in uh, one of the existing uh, Mad Cave Studios world, so either in Battle Cats or the Midnight Task Force universe. Um, and you can submit a story for each, so you can enter twice, really. Uh, know that if you win, you're not going to be working on those titles going forward. This is uh, simply to see uh, you know, what you got and do it in a way that, uh, that ties into kind of the brand and what they're doing over at Mad Cave. So... Uh, if you are an artist, you can submit no more than three pages of sequential art set, again, either in the Battle Cats or the Midnight Task Force universes. Um, so looking for you know three pages of art telling a visual story. Um, again, you can submit one for each entry. Fill out the submission agreement at madcavestudios.com. Email your work to Talent Search at Mad Cave Studios. Put Mad Cave Studios Talent Search in the subject line of the email um, and entries are accepted from July 14th, which is this Saturday, through September 14th, 2018. Uh, the eight potential winners, again, they don't necessarily have to pick eight, but they are looking for up to four each, uh, writers and artists. The eight potential winners will be announced at New York Comic Con on October 5th, and they will be notified ahead of time, but the uh, official uh, press release on that is coming from New York Comic Con on October 5th. So if you're interested in getting into the world of comics, if you think you've got what it takes to be a writer or an artist, now is the time to prove yourself. Go in and submit your uh, your entries. Again, you could enter up to two times as a writer, up to two times as an artist. Uh, I guess if you're a writer or artist, you can enter four times. So uh, good luck. I know I plan to enter on the writer's side. So uh, good luck to everybody. Uh, Hopefully, either I or one of our listeners uh, gets chosen. If you do, uh, we'll have you on the show, do a little interview. And finally, in comics news, the city of Meredith, New Hampshire, is getting a life-sized bronze Archie statue. Uh, Bob Montana was a Meredith resident for 35 years, and he drew the Archie comics from 1942, when Archie comics started, all the way up to 1975, uh, at which point he passed away uh, at age 54 from a heart attack while cross-country skiing. Uh, the nonprofit group, the Greater Meredith Program, raised the fifty-seven thousand dollars for the statue from residents in the town in less than six months. 
no other sculpture of Archie exists. So this is a one-of-a-kind bronze statue, life-size bronze Archie statue that's going to be going into Meredith. The statue is going to be commemorated on August 9th to coincide with the town's 250th anniversary. So that is, uh, again, these creators are not immortal, but their works, the endearing ones, uh, they stick with us and they last and they live on. So congratulations to the town of Meredith for raising the money and getting their Archie statue. New on the shelves this week, we talked a little bit with Dustin uh, from IDW. Uh, DuckTales, number 10 is out. G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 253. Uh, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Urban Legends, number 3 is out. Transformers, Lost Light, number 20. And Unicron, number 1. They're making some... uh, Story changes over with the Transformers titles at IDW. And Uncle Scrooge, number 36. So come in and get your Uncle Scrooge, your DuckTales. Come in and get a couple of Transformers titles, uh, TMNT, G.I. Joe. The fun stuff that we grew up with, loving those properties uh, as kids back in the 80s and 90s. Those titles, those comics. Again, if you, if you enjoy those properties, come support the comics. There's good stuff, ongoing stories going on in the comics uh, at DC, Detective Comics number 984, Flash number 50 hits a milestone this week, this month, this week. Uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lanterns core, Hawkman number two, Plastic Man number two, if you're enjoying either of those runs, those new issues are out this week. Scooby Apocalypse continues, number 27, Suicide Squad, Superman number one this week, with Bendis on the title. Uh, Titans number 23, and Wonder Woman hits milestone number 50 as well this week. So come out and get your DC titles. Over at Marvel, uh, as Dustin alluded to, Amazing Spider-Man number one, the relaunch, starts this week. Daredevil, number 605. Deadpool Assassin, number three. The Hunt for Wolverine and the Infinity Countdown series are both continuing with their respective crossover tie-in books as those stories move on through the summer. Uh, Ms. Marvel, new book, number 32 out. Uh, New Mutants, Dead Souls, number five. Old Man Logan, number 43. Punisher, 227. Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 18. X-23, number one. So again, now that Logan's back, X-23 getting her own title, number one's out this week. And your X-Men color of the week is blue. X-Men Blue, the blue team. Uh, Book number 31 is out. And those are wrapping up soon, so come finish out the X-Men Blue run. Other comics out this week. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, number one. Looks like a lot of fun. Uh, new Red Sonia, Sheena, Met Cadet U, uh, Archie, number 32. We were just talking about Archie. Out this week, Casper and Hot Stuff, number one. Midnight Task Force, number one. We were just talking about our friends at Mad Cave Studios. Uh, that title, number one, Midnight Task Force, number one, is out this week. Stabity Bunny, number six. And Voltron, Legendary Defender, volume three, number one, this week. And again, what we've been reading, I know uh, when I say we, I'm talking about me and the mouse in my pocket because uh, I'm flying solo on the co- on the hosting duties today. Uh, Midnight Task Force, I've actually had a chance to read through the first three of those, first three issues of Midnight Task Force. Um, a little different from Mad Cave Studios. The last one, uh, Battle Cats, was kind of a... I believe, without looking at it right in front of me, I think it was a teen, teen plus title, which totally felt like it made sense. It, like I said, it felt like a throwback to some of the uh, the stuff we grew up with and loved back in the 80s and 90s. And if you haven't had a chance to, you can go back and listen to our interview with Mark London from Mad Cave Studios. Um, a lot of 
the influences and the cultural touchstones that he mentioned, uh, you absolutely feel those in those books. Midnight Task Force is more of a mature title. It is a, a dystopian future, um, kind of a cyberpunk, a little bit of a feel to it. Um, definitely, if you're into a more mature style, more mature story, storytelling, um, you'll want to pick up Midnight Task Force. Um, again, I've read the first three issues and looking forward to seeing where that one goes. That may or may not be one of the stories I, uh, that one of the settings I use when I apply uh, for a writer with Matt Cave. So we'll see. I definitely have a Battlecat story. May throw a second uh, entry in with the Midnight Task Force. The world that they've created um, th- for that story universe is absolutely fantastic and wide open uh, for possibilities to, for stories to be told there. Again, if that's something you're interested in and you think that you might want to apply, um, you need to get familiar with the story universes because you're writing, you're submitting your uh, story idea, your four to six page script, or your up to three pages of sequential art for these settings, for the Battlecat settings, um, for the Midnight Task Force settings. So you'll you'll need to be familiar with those settings and those worlds. Come on out. Uh, Midnight Task Force number one is on shelves right now. And I believe the trade paperback for Battlecats will be out a little bit later on this month. We'll be sure to let you know. Uh, also, we've had, since we last spoke, the big Batman wedding. If you're tired of bait-and-switch weddings this summer, uh, I don't blame you. Between that and the uh, Colossus and Kitty Pride uh, X-Men wedding that didn't happen, um, hopefully that's a trend that's played out a little bit. I know that things kind of come and go and you know whatever the trend happens to be. And I know they don't necessarily sit down and say, okay, well, we're going to get Batman married and, hey, we're going to get some X-Men married. They don't plan those things together, but it seems like there's always that serendipitous, you know, hey, the same type of thing is being approached from a couple different books in a couple different ways. But, uh, but yeah, we're done with the weddings, hopefully for a little while. Uh, looking at some headlines from the world of collecting, because you can collect things besides just comics and Funko Pops. Uh, but, but we will start with Funko Pops. Uh, since we were last together, Funko has announced the theme for this year's Funko Fun Days. Uh, it will be the Funko High School Fun Days Prom. So thinking about uh, 80s prom theme for their Fun Days this year. Uh, the bigger piece of news, well, those are always fun. Um, it's pretty exclusive, pretty limited on who gets to participate. The bigger news, I think, for me at least, is that the event is actually going to be streamed live over the internet for free this year. So if you can't make it out, you can still watch the action, watch the uh, fun days live on your PC, or if you have it hooked up to your mobile device or television. The event is Friday, July the 20th, so not this week, uh, but the following week. And you can go to uh, go.funko.com slash fun days beginning at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time uh, to catch the pre, I guess pre-show action. Uh, the actual fun days kicks off at 8.30 Pacific if you're here in the Midwest, that is 9:30 for the pre-show, 10:30 kickoff for the fun days. Should be a lot of fun. Should 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 bring back some flashbacks of your 80s prom. Uh, tons of new Funko products have been announced. Uh, of course, San Diego Comic Con exclusives. The Funko cereals are now available for pre-order. So if you're if that's something that you're looking for, you can get the cereal, and I think all of those come with a pop as well. Um, you can find out online where to order those from, pre-order those from. New Star Wars vinyl characters, the vinyl brand, V-Y-N-L, that uh, Funko puts out. Uh, and then some fun ones, Twinkie the Kid, 
Tom and Jerry Pops, all available, have been announced uh, for pre-order at various places. So if that's something you're interested in, you need to be checking out the Funko page uh, ever so often to see what they have announced new coming out. And Hasbro, speaking of San Diego Comic-Con, has previewed one of their San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. They've previewed a lot of them, but the one that grabbed my attention, it's a six-inch Red Skull action figure uh, from the movie. So it's based on the Hugo Weaving Red Skull from uh, Captain America, the first Avenger. But the big but is it comes with a full-sized light-up Tesseract from the Marvel movies. So your first look at an Infinity Stone that we got way back in, was it Captain America, the first Avenger? I guess so. Yeah, I don't think it was in Thor. So, um, yeah, you get a full-sized, you know, real-life-sized light-up Tesseract from the Marvel films. Uh, it's LED and it changes colors. Mostly it's blue because, of course, but... Uh, so you can get one of those if you're out in San Diego Comic-Con this year. Um, which brings us to our last bit of collector's news, which is that San Diego Comic-Con for a while now has instituted a lottery system if you're looking to get... You know, some of the uh, exclusives from the merchants and the vendors, uh, particularly the uh, Funko group. I know you, it's a lot, you know, you get in line, you get a number, and if your number's called, you can go line up to buy, hopefully buy what you came for. Um, hopefully they haven't sold out. Um, but the San Diego Comic-Con is going to a lottery system for just about everything. There, If you want uh, autographs from creators, whether it's comic creators or some of the celebrities, that's on a lottery system too now, so um, mixed feelings on that. Um, you know, I guess in theory, potentially, you could buy your badge to get in, you could get your hotel room, um, and if you just get a string of bad luck, you may not be able to pick up anything um, when you go. Uh, the exclusives, the autographs, um, those things, it may just be that you're buying the badge to walk around. Um, and attend, you know, some of the halls, uh, some of the presentations, but um, you're not guaranteed anything. You know, the the days of packing a packing a lunch and a sleeping bag are coming to an end. Not sure how that's going to impact San Diego Comic Con going forward. Um, clearly, it hasn't hurt the merchandisers, but if you are doing that with your comics as well now, and you know, trying to get your autographs and your exclusives, then I don't know. It's it could help. It could hurt. It could make things smaller for a time as people adjust and decide they don't want to take that chance, um, which wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing because San Diego Comic Con has become kind of overrun, kind of a merchandising. You know, especially with the Funko booth. I know that's one of the big draws, and it's kind of pushed the comics and comic creators kind of to the back a little bit. It's not. You know, it's not a comic con as much as it is a pop culture. Come get your exclusive merchandise. Come meet or listen to the uh, TV and movie. You know, creators, whether they're actors or directors or producers or writers or whatever. So, I don't know. It, like I said, I mixed feelings about it. I don't like the idea that everything's a gamble, but at the same time, if it if it allows the con to course correct a little bit. Not that they're looking to, but in my thoughts, you know, if it gets it back to more th- uh, em- emphasis on the the comic side, I think it could be a bad, th- uh, it could be a good thing. Sorry, not a bad thing. But that is really it as far as uh, the news this week in comics and collecting. 
Be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes Culture Podcast on your podcast player of choice so you'll know when those new episodes are available because we are back at it after taking a week or so off. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be taking a look at the news and what's new at the box office this week from the Alamo Draft House in Springfield, Missouri. We'll be in the back lot at 11 o'clock, so come and join us. Get your lunch there while you're there if you want. Uh, come say hi. You can be a part of the show. Just don't hesitate. Don't be shy. Just come on over and pull up a seat, and we'll hand you a mic, and yeah. you can jump on in with us. Uh, and then Saturday, we'll be back in the home studio talking about the week in pop culture, telling stories, taking your comments, and whatever. Again, subscribe on your podcast player of choice so you'll know when those new episodes are available. But you can tell us your thoughts on anything we talked about, anything we didn't talk about but should have, what you're reading, what you're collecting, what you think we ought to be reading and collecting, uh, what you think are the top stories that you want us to talk about each and every week. Or if you just need a little love, you can definitely get a hold of us as well. Uh, if we use your suggestion or if you record a message and say, yeah, go ahead and put that out there, then we will certainly give you a shout-out. You can tag us or tweet at us on Twitter, at PGTC Podcast is where you'll find us there. You can tag us or post to our wall at Facebook. It's at facebook.com slash popgoestheculturepodcast. Or you can email us at uh, popgoestheemail at gmail.com. And, of course, you can call and leave your suggestion on the hotline, 417-986-7842. And, again, if you record a message, let us know if you don't want it used in an upcoming episode because if you do record us a message and you don't tell us otherwise, it's free game, and we may throw you into an upcoming show. Links to all that and more on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. And if you enjoy this or any of our podcasts, any of our episodes, uh, do us a favor, and when you're subscribing to our podcast on that podcast player of choice, uh, just jump in there and leave us a review. It just takes seconds, and it really does help us uh, gain visibility and new listeners. Um, we certainly appreciate it. It can be as simple as just leaving a star rating. Uh, it could be a long, written type of I mean, do what you want with it, but um, certainly when you have people that are creating stuff, whether it's an author whose books you bought on Amazon or wherever, uh, if it's comic book artists, any sort of feedback that you give, any kind of rating system that's out there that you can utilize, um, it all helps. So we would appreciate it if you took a second to do that. And again, if you need some positivity, some love out there to help get you through the last half of the week, uh, because I know those last couple of days can feel like an eternity as you're watching the weekend, uh, definitely hit us up on social media, on email, on the hotline. And we'll send a little love, some positivity. We'll try to put a smile on your face to get you through the rest of the week. But that's it for this week's show. It's a short one. Not a whole lot going on. Really looking forward to uh, the news that comes out of San Diego Comic-Con later on this month. So, again, keep it close, keep it tight, and we will uh, we'll be bringing you all that information and news as it happens on one of our shows or multiple shows, uh, however long it takes to get all that information out to you. I have been Joey Mills with GeekDad.com and, of course, Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. I appreciate you listening today. Have a good week. If you need some love, let us know. We'll send it your way. Hit us up. If you need the links again, they are on our website at www.pgtcpodcast.com. Have a great week. We'll talk to you tomorrow from the Alamo Draft House. See you later.